Hi, this is Deborah Christofferson. I play Sue Blevins on 911. You're listening to Fandom Family Chats. Welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Tiffany. I'm Eve. And tonight we are talking 911 and 911 Lone Star. We are going to start with the return of 911. Oh, gee. Good episode. It was a good episode. And. I don't know about you, but I had completely forgotten about the storyline with Bobby's sponsor until we see until we saw um Athena and May at the rehab center. And for a split second, I was like, wait, I get that they're, you know, undercover, but like, what the heck is this for? But then I then I remembered. So I, it looks like we're picking up right where they left off and yeah literally where they left off because yeah, i think and, last season athena was walking in wasn't she i don't even remember see the 911 always does these super long breaks and then by the time it comes back i don't even remember what like happened before the break based on what may found out at this rehab and i'm using air quotes because you know this rehab leaves much to be desired um based on what she found out it seems like they have a right to be suspicious there are some sketchy things going on at this rehab center if you can even call it that i was very confused too the people were athena and may were talking to the couple that runs the facility who are these people like they just opened right into the scene like we were supposed to know who they were and I'm just like okay (laughs) at first I thought wait did I miss the first like 15 minutes of the episode like I don't understand what this is it really took me a minute after seeing May like that I'm like what did we miss (laughs) oh she's acting okay (laughs) what happened (laughs) Like, what happened to her? Yeah, that really threw me off for a bit there. She did a great job going undercover. Like, she I don't did. know. Maybe this is her calling. Who knows? I think she should follow in her mom's footsteps. Yeah, because she definitely went, because she went the extra mile, too, in doing her homework on that girl she talked to at the facility. What was her deal? Was she some kind of like addiction counselor or just someone who was working the program who'd been there a while? Um, She started working the program, it seemed like. I don't know what her role was at the facility. I just know she's working there now, even though she started as a patient. Well, whatever her deal is now, she seems to know something. Oh, yeah, she definitely knows something. Because May came to the conclusion, I don't know, it reminded me of you. I was like, oh God, this is exactly what Tiffany does. She like found her on social, she made a fake social, she makes a fake social media account, which I don't even know how to start doing that. Um, (laughs) uh, Then she does a deep dive into this girl's like social media and like pinpoints when she stopped posting and figured that's around the same time Wendell was there. I was like, I I follow this. I get what's going on, but geez, that's like some detective work. I was proud of her. (laughs) 
was very impressive. But I mean, the fact that they're giving their residents drugs at this facility, like, I don't, obviously something sketchy is going on, but I wonder what like the end game is here because I mean, from what I understand, that's not what is supposed to be done at rehab. No, no, that definitely doesn't usually happen at rehab, I'm pretty sure. Like, I've never been to rehab, let's just make that clear, but I'm pretty sure that the point of going to rehab is so that you don't have access to drugs anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it makes me wonder, and I just thought of this now, I wonder if Wendell found out something, figured out the sketchiness that was going on, and that's why he was killed. That makes sense. Well, we didn't really get any closure to that this episode, so I guess it's going to keep going, but this is so much better than um, our storyline we had on uh, Lone Star with Owen, so this one can keep going. Good mm -hmm. job, 911. Keep going with this storyline. May is much better undercover than Owen is. <laughs> oh, a million times. The FBI should have contacted her. Right? We got to see a lot more personal life stuff going on too. So like there was a, I felt like there was a little bit of like actual like calls and stuff going on. Mm -hmm. but it seemed like most of what was happening was like personal stuff, which I always enjoy seeing. Mm -hmm. As long as everything's balanced out because, you know, we need to see the weird rescues and everything. But we got a little bit more, we learned a tiny bit more about what's going on with Denny, and I don't like it. Mm -mm. No, he's like super obsessed with learning baseball now. I think it's his dad, like, it's his dad. I'm yeah. pretty sure. But, well, first, well, Denny, I'm sorry, not Denny, D. Oh, yes, D. <laughs> I don't blame him. Like, he's a kid. It's not his fault for wanting a relationship with his dad. Obviously, he's going to want a relationship with his dad. He's going to want to talk to him. And he's going to hide it from his mom's because he's a kid. I'm not feeling good about his dad because obviously he knows that this is wrong. And he's not being like, hey, kid you know, why don't we, you know, talk to your moms because, you know, I don't feel good about talking to you behind their backs. And then, then they make plans for the next day, too? Yeah. Like, this just feels all kinds of dangerous. Yeah, something just is really off with this guy. And I don't remember if we've heard anything, if we've learned anything about his past before, but... I don't know. I have a really bad feeling. Like, he does not seem like a good dude. Mm -mm. No, definitely not. And it's just really confusing to me because he asked Karen and Hen about his biological family. They were obviously very open about it. So if he told them, hey, I want to meet my dad, I want to find my dad, I'm sure they wouldn't have loved it, but I don't know. I feel like they would have been open to at least finding him and learning more about him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that 
pen is very, you know, open that way. And she'll at least be, you know, honest with him and give him the opportunity. But him going behind their back like this. It, another thing that's confusing, we probably talked about this before. How old is Denny? Like 10, 11? I don't remember. Like, how did he know how to find his dad? Yeah, I don't know. Like, he, how, how did he, he must know? have done some pretty good investigation works himself. I don't know. Maybe he got some investigation advice from May, but I'm like, he, this kid can't be more than like 12 years old. It's like, how did he know how to look for his dad? Yeah, I'm not sure how he did. Oh, didn't he find something in like Hen gave him? I'm trying to remember. She gave him either a box of something or papers. I don't remember. It's been so long since I watched last season. She gave him something. And somehow with that, he tracked it down. Well, I don't, I don't nice know. investigative skills anyway. Yeah, I hope we get a little more of that next week. I want to see where this story is going. So far, they're not giving us enough to even see where the story is going. I don't <laughs> like waiting for we've already waited months for this and now you still didn't give us anything yeah they gave us barely anything this week so yeah uh, hopefully they give us a lot more but we did get a lot of maddie and chim this week and their entire family okay families i spent a lot of it going like this <laughs> covering my eyes i'm like I don't know what's going to happen here, but I do know that it's not going to end well. Because, well, no. first of all, his, um, the Buckleys came over, Maddie's parents came over, which they were already on edge about. But then they were very pleasant, which is good. But then at the same time, I was thinking, is someone dying? Like, right that's what i kept thinking too i was yeah. like oh my god you know the mom has cancer or something she's dying and that's why they're being so nice but no they were just being nice and it, it was just so amusing how on edge they were and then everyone well for the time being was pleasant like buck came in and chim was like hey evan i was like oh yeah that's his real name right at first, I was like, why is he calling him Evan? That's so weird. I totally forgot that. I'm like, who's Evan? And then I then I was like, oh, wait, Buck Buckley would be a really, really weird name. Okay. But we got to see Albert again. I missed him. He did miss Albert, though I wasn't too thrilled with him for what he did. That was kind of, I get where he was coming from. Um, he, you know, he, he was raised, by, he was raised by his dad. He has, you know, he kind of sees things in a different light and he just wants everybody to be good with each other. But at the same time, knowing his brother's history with their father, he should have at least been like, Hey, you're not going to like this, but you know, Dad's um dad's gonna come to dinner tonight. He's coming with me. You can thank me later. Yeah, any sort of heads up would have been great. 
Like, I get why he did what he did. You know, he wants to bring family together, but you can't bring a surprise on anyone like that, especially when Chim doesn't know he's there and is basically telling you, hey, is dad driving you crazy? And then he said about that, I was like, oh God, he's here, isn't he? Uh-huh. You could just see it on his face. That was only a lot awkward. I'm not a fan of his dad. And the fact that the Buckleys were already there, I was like, this is going to be a painfully awkward yet also highly enjoyable dinner to watch. Let me grab my popcorn. Hold on real quick. (laughs) Yeah, and then I, I guess Buck decided hey, this dinner isn't interesting enough. Let me show off this uh, sonogram. Like, if he was trying to hide that from his parents, showing it at the dinner with his parents, probably not the smartest idea. I mean, we already know that, you know, Albert doesn't, you know, make wise decisions. So sharing it with Albert, probably not a good move. I love Chin's response though. He was like, oh, no, we're not pregnant. (laughs) People are giving him congratulation hugs. Wait, what? (laughs) What happened? What did I do? I missed a meeting. I was really surprised with um, Buck's parents' reaction, though, to the baby. Again, someone has to be dying. Like, what like, is- no freak out at all nothing like you fun. thought you were gonna see it for like two seconds there and then just and his mom's response was just so wacky because she was like you know you're you know you are a miracle baby you should be passing on that miracle i'm like oh my god what kind of drugs is she on i still think maybe someone's dying i think you might be right there or something is going on because they were because they're they're well known for being very judgy and they weren't so i wish i could say that you know this is a nice change but i feel like something i don't know i feel like some something else isn't right yeah either someone's dying or they're on some really good medication i'd like to know what that good medication is just uh right curious another thing i was confused about was um chim's dad and his stepmom's reaction to this whole um sperm donor thing i was like i get that you're you know it you know you're listening to this conversation like that you just happen to be in the room but this has nothing to do with you like why do you care yeah he seemed like he was in the middle of it himself it's like it's not even your family it's not it's not even your son and you don't even know your own son well enough to be putting in your own two cents here like you don't know anyone like you're meeting these people for the very first time and now you're accusing them of, you know, not being man enough to not be able to control your family. It's like, get out of here. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm glad he apologized for what he said, but I still don't like him. I have mixed feelings. Like, I want things to get better between Shin and his dad, but at the same time, I don't really have high hopes. But I don't know. It seems like Hen really did a good job talking him into at least trying. For the baby's sake, you know. So even if it's even if nothing else, he should do it for his daughter. Yeah, and even if nothing comes of it, at least he can, you know, when she's old enough, he can tell her, hey, you know, I tried. I don't know, boxing, whatever, I don't know, whatever. I think Buck got on the happy drug train too, because he came out of this whole thing thinking, This is so great, like we can be a real family again. And I was like, Oh, honey, I think something's not quite right with your family, but you you, you keep living that dream. You <laughs> definitely not right with the family. Mm-mm. And I'm also worried that maybe he spoke too soon because things did not, the episode did not end very well for him. It did not like the end of this episode. And I'd already seen the episode description for next week's episode. So I knew that something was going to happen to him. And it was getting closer to the end of the episode. I'm like, okay, we have like five more minutes. Like it's going to happen anytime now. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to next week. Although it does look really interesting. It oh does. my gosh, that beach rescue, the glass in the guy's neck. That was insane. Hmm? The beach rescue with the glass? That was crazy. And I was, this emergency is not what I thought it was going to be because you know how the the rescues that take place at the beginning of the episode, like they drag on and on for a little bit and you mm-hmm. start to guess, oh, maybe the medical emergency is going to be this. And then it's something totally that you did not see coming. I so When they were trying to like bury their dad, and he wasn't moving, I was like, oh my god, like, he had a stroke, and that's why he's not moving. But as it turned out, he was just messing with them. But no, the real emergency was that uh, a lightning storm from out of nowhere, you know, caused him to get struck by lightning, and um, now he has, uh, now he's just buried in glass. I thought the water was gonna come up, and he was gonna drown. The glass was much creepier. I did not see that coming at all. No, I was... Even after he got struck by the lightning, I, it didn't click with me. Glass, sand. Mm-mm. I thought, oh, the lightning struck him and killed him. Oh, God. Like, maybe that would have felt better than, you know, the whole glass thing. And the daughter didn't even want to be there. So I'm thinking that he's going to have a really hard time dragging his daughter to the beach ever again. Uh Yeah. I don't think I would ever be going to the beach again. <laughs> Sorry, no thanks. Not worth it. Like, yeah, remember that one time my dad got struck by lightning and ended up almost, you know, being buried in glass? Yeah, that was not fun times. Okay, that pregnant woman in the car accident where they found the baby, like, just lodged in the back of the car. What? 
Okay, I need to know because when they get there, like they're looking for the baby and they're saying, could she have been, could the baby have been like ejected like in the crash? And I was like, hold on, like, does that actually happen? Like, how does that happen? Like, if you're a medical professional, can you just uh, let us know somehow? Like, how does a baby just get ejected? upon impact like I don't understand. yeah I'm I'm really confused about this one myself doesn't it require a bit more effort than that to you know get a baby out of you I mean I've seen like stories of people that women that you know some of their <laughs> children come out very quickly and very unexpected so I I guess it's possible. Like you said, if she was dilated far enough, I guess it's possible. For the baby to just slide right out? I mean, the car did flip a lot, so she probably was banged around quite a bit. A lot of pressure for, I mean, if she was wearing a seatbelt, she would have had a lot of pressure from that. I don't think she was wearing a seatbelt, though, was she? I don't know. Not sure. But she would have had pressure from that right on her stomach. That was just so weird. I was not expecting that at all. That 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 was wild, because like the car started flipping. It didn't. I don't know. It didn't register in my brain that it was the pregnant lady and the Uber driver. I thought it was like another car that they had crashed into or something. But I was like, "Holy cow! That's the pregnant lady." I could not imagine going through that while I was in labor, because I remember my labor and how bad it was nope you didn't need to be flipped over in a car in order to make that more exciting nah it was pretty exciting on its own yeah that was definitely enough excitement for me at once no poor buck as soon as he was up on that ladder and i was like i don't like this something's gonna go wrong i mean something went wrong I'm glad that he, he he was like tethered to the ladder. Yes. Something. Oh, so God. at least he didn't like fall to the ground. I was very thankful about that. But then he was just like hanging there upside down, which was also a little disturbing to witness. So I don't know. It looks like he's. Yeah, the hanging uh, body was weird. <laughs> yeah. And it took them a while to get to him too. It took them forever to get to him. Like my God, why is this taking so long? None of your rescues take this long. What and is happening? This is how my idiotic brain works. I'm watching this and I'm thinking, how I'm like, okay, so they're gonna have to yank him. They're gonna have to yank him up and like carry him back down the ladder. I'm like, oh no, of course they can just lower him to the ground because of where he is. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's, that's a good thing. I'm not in, you know fire and rescue because you know that's I definitely would be going to do things the hard way when Eddie ran up the ladder I had the same don't worry I had the same exact thought as you when Eddie ran up the ladder I'm like are they gonna pull him up and then drag him down the ladder what is going on yeah no okay why did they not stop that hose did that bug you as much as it bugged me because the running water hose you kept seeing in the scene it's just pouring down on everybody. 
Like it's already raining. You don't need that. Turn off the hose. Yeah, that was confusing. I was like, is it not already raining? Like, am I missing something? It's already raining. Why do they need this giant fire hose? Like, I get we need some dramatic effect. But I think Buck hanging from the ladder was dramatic enough. We didn't need to throw other stuff in there that doesn't- You could drown him with the water hose in his face. All the water is just pouring right down on Buck. And it took them a little while to realize, too. It's like, oh, hey, Buck's just literally hanging out up there. But he's just like, what? He's standing there looking at him. What is going on, people? Get it together. Next um, week, it looks... not looking good for Buck, though. No, he's going to be in a coma, it looks like. Yeah. But the episode itself sounds really interesting. It does. I've always been fascinated by people in comas, wondering if they can, if they're, like, in their head. <laughs> well, when Amanda goes into her coma, she'll have to let us know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a what if Buck was never a firefighter. Or that's kind of the impression I'm getting because we saw Chim. Like he was mm -hmm. talking to Chim and he said, okay, now who are you? It, it looked weird. They didn't give us enough. So it was hard to tell what was going on, but. I don't know. It looks interesting. I'm excited for it. Yeah. They need to stop putting our people in comas. Right? What is it with them in comas? When we said no more comas for TK, we did not mean, oh, just give them all to the buck. Like, no, no, no. We meant no more for anybody. We see what you're doing. That's funny. Not. That was our I, our episode of 911. It, it was a good one for, a, I mean, not, not a season opener, but a season return, I guess. Mid-season opener yeah there you go mid-season that's good I enjoyed it. yeah lots of dramatics going on it, it was it opened up a lot of new storylines so That'll yeah be og was very like emotional and pretty heavy this week but 911 lone star was much lighter oh it was very light and very funny which um i saw OG first and then I saw nine and then I saw Lone Star and I was like okay this is helping me heal from the terribleness that happened that happened the day before yeah I should have watched it the other way around I watched Lone Star first <laughs> the rescues on Lone Star this week were also interesting the upside down woman is very concerning to me because even when they put her flat, her heart stopped again. Yeah, and they were saying, I don't remember if it was her or her husband or, you know, whoever he was. Like, no, if you lay her, if, if you put her right side up, she's going to die again. They're like, again? Like, how many times have you died? <laughs> Just but, a few. But then, like, they had to transport her somehow. But they couldn't fit her in the uh, ambulance. So what do they do? They just set her on the back of the rig. Not even in the back. Like, 
outside the rig. Mm-hmm. Can you attach her feet upside down? Can you imagine being one of the cars that the that the um rig passes by and you're just like, wonder what the emergency is. Oh, well that's interesting. I probably would have called 911 on 911. No. Like, yeah, just so you guys know, there's a, a lady like tied to the back of a rig. You may want to click on that. Something was the right thing. Why would he, her husband, not the brightest bulb in the pack? He did not mention at all that she had a pacemaker. It's like, oh, did I not mention that? No. That might be intelligent to mention. I don't. I, I don't know. He, he obviously seemed panicked because his his wife had already died like however many times before he got there. But I don't know. You 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 might want to mention she has previous, you know, med, you know, a, pre, a medical condition already, especially when it's your heart. Like that should have been one of the first things. Hey, you know, she has a a pacemaker it's like pacemaker, and, yeah. by the way she keeps dying when i lay her flat she has a pacemaker let's share this information sooner so your significant others can get better sooner that's how it works yeah it's kind of pertinent information there need to know it did like the call about the pizza guy though that was funny oh my gosh that poor well, man. okay the call from the pizza guy first <laughs> That poor, poor man. Yeah. It's kind of sweet, though. Like, he call, he delivers pizza to the woman every week. And he, he sees that something's wrong with her. So, you know, he calls and gets in the house to save her. Saves her. Oh, God, there's a stranger in my house. So she's done guns in the If I had been passed out and I just woke up and there was someone leaning over me saying hey there i i I might want to tase them too yeah i mean i get it i get it but did she think she was just taking a nap on the floor because do you think maybe there's a reason you're on the floor and there's someone over top of you (laughs) because when she woke up like grace had to explain to her ma'am you went into diabetic shock or like whatever i think it was diabetic shock and i'm like um wouldn't you know i mean if you were passed down you woke up like wouldn't you think oh my gosh i must just pass out from diabetic shock like what why would why would someone why else would someone be in there maybe try out oh my god who are you let him explain himself and then decide if you need to use your taser anything try anything first Taste first, think second. <laughs> what, 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 what was it she told Grace? His finger was twitching, so I tased him again. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I think, um, drop the taser. <laughs> <laughs> this woman definitely does not need a taser. <laughs> yeah, so then she called 911 for the pizza guy. Yeah. You obviously- but they had a sweet moment. At this point, was unconscious, <laughs> and Grace was trying to get a hold of him. Like, oh, it was funny, but it ended yeah. nicely. They got a date out of it. Yeah, it was kind of cute. 
Oh, that'll be a fun how we met story. Right. I do I like that one. From diabetic shock, and and then she tased me, and here we are. Luckily, Tommy was there to save the day. Sheesh. She uh, oh she had a rough week. Oh my gosh, that girl, that little girl, from she was giving me. Um, Lindsay Lohan from the Parent Trap vibes. Remember the <laughs> they're trying to make like the stepmom's life hell. I was like, wow, they they really took some inspiration there. We so, thought Tommy's twins were evil. No, apparently it's Trevor's kid that's evil. Though is that between Tommy and the pastor, they've got a lot on their hands. They have this evil girl, and then they have the the creepy twins. So. I don't really know which one is worse. It was just so it was just so funny the way that Tommy was responding to her. I'm like, does she she does remember and understand that this is a little girl, not an adult, because she's talking about blackmailing her back. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. She's a child. You don't need to blackmail children. You're the adult. Yeah. Tommy uh, doesn't have the greatest ideas sometimes. Well, Luckily, you, you know, Grace has a little more sense sometimes. <laughs> everybody in the 911 universe needs to consult Grace before making any decisions. Right. If Owen had consulted Grace, she would have been like, you're going into the FBI? Yep, that's a bad idea. Uh-uh, don't do that. Why do you think has such a good head on his shoulders? Because he's married to Grace. Although <laughs> she she called Tommy's bluff when she, when she drank. He that. was faking sick during their date, and Tommy had them mix up this disgusting concoction. I forget what all was in it. Like Tabasco, pickle juice, a whole bunch soy of soy sauce. An egg or something? I, I don't Roy know. Egg. Garlic. <laughs> yeah, and she she drank and she was like, yum, thank you. Like, oh, she's evil. She's good, though. She's real good. Evil children do that. I don't know how she drank that, though. I would have been spewing my guts everywhere. <laughs> that sounded so disgusting. I would have smelled and been like, uh, uh, no. Yeah, no thanks. Never mind, I'm not sick after all. I might be. <laughs> don't get this away from me, though. It's a miracle. I feel so much better already just after sniffing it. Thanks. <laughs> it really is the miracle cure. All better. <laughs> yeah, so after that trick, which I like when she came to visit Tommy at the station to talk to her. <laughs> She got Tommy to confess to her little affair with her brother-in-law. <laughs> Ooh, that was pretty smart. That was smart, but then I'm also wondering, it's like, does she have experience in driving her dad's girlfriends away? Because she seems to really know what she's doing. Oh, that's what I thought too. But then uh, Melody told Tommy that she's the first person... Her dad's dated since her mom. She seems very skilled at it, though. Maybe she's just naturally diabolical. She's very good at it. She should make a career of it. 
Well, I guess Tommy finally decided to make some smart decisions. So she tells, uh, so she tells the pastor everything, and I'm sitting there watching her, like watching his face. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good, and he's just like everything she's saying. It's like getting progressively weirder, and then he just says, oh well, that's all in your past. I'm like, she needs to never let this man go. I'm like, what other excuse is she going to come up with now? Because everything she was saying to him, he was just like, okay. And? And she's still tried <laughs> like, breaking up with him. I'm like, don't break up with this man. I mean, he can stand your creepy twins. Definitely don't get rid of him. Yeah, don't get rid of anyone who can put up with the creepy twins. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, Tommy and Melody had a little bit of a bonding moment, though. That was nice. I thought it was appendicitis at first, but <laughs> he said that it was all over, and it, I mean, the final result did not occur to me whatsoever. I was like, oh, she's still lying. I was like, this little twerp, but then I felt bad when we found out that it was an actual problem. Yeah, since Melody doesn't have her mom around, it's nice to, that she can go to Tommy for stuff like that, you know. Stuff that you'd usually talk to your mom about. I do like that. But I also liked the other bonding moment we had with Paul and Owen this week. With the basketball play-in that was nice. Yeah, it seems Paul uh, knows a lot more about what's going on than everybody else, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good woman. I think he should give her a chance. Like, during their date, they seemed... It seemed like they were going really well. He was, you know, had a big smile on his face. She had a big smile on her face. They were getting along really well. And then as soon as she pulls out the yearbooks, obviously that makes him uncomfortable, which I see why, you know. Like, I totally understand mm-hmm. why it makes him uncomfortable. But I still think he should give her a chance because they seem like they're really good together. I mean, and she obviously, like, she obviously likes, really likes him. And... Right? She knew him from years before. So obviously she knows, you know, his whole story. So there are no secrets there. And obviously it doesn't bother her. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem to bother her. And she, I mean, granted, she just seems a, t- a tad bit clueless about some, about how much these things seem to be bothering him. But she means well. I don't know if... It's her way of being like, I'm okay with everything. Like, maybe it's her way of telling him, I'm okay with this. But it's not going across that way. No, it's it's definitely not what uh, Paul is looking for. I am glad she stopped, doing the sta- stopped by the station to uh, say that that crazy couple dropped their lawsuit against Marjan finally. I'm just a tiny bit disappointed because as much as I hated them for putting Marjan through that, I also really wanted to see their crazy selves again and just see what other nonsense they try to pull because, I mean, they were somewhat amusing. I actually read an article that said we're not done with them yet, that we will see them again. So... They didn't drop the they dropped the lawsuit, right? Mm-hmm. Awful. So I don't know. Maybe they're gonna sue someone else. 
Never know. They're going to create them. some other emergency. Have the 126 come out and save them and then try to pin another lawsuit on them. I know it sounds wacky and crazy, but I think they're crazy enough to do that. They are. They really are. That sounds exactly like something they would do. I'm super excited for next week, though, because we get to see Marjan again. Uh, I was so excited to see her in the previews. I was like, yay, she's coming back. Um, It looks like there's a woman in trouble who Marjan is going to be helping. Yeah, I, the preview went by so fast. I couldn't, I had a hard time figuring out like what all was going on. But it looks like it's going to be intense, so. Mm-hmm. It's giving me like Gabby Petito vibes, honestly, because it seemed like a couple was broke down in an RV. Um, and then she handed Marjan a, a note that said he's going to kill me or something. Help. It looks insane, like really intense. I, I really am really looking forward to next week. But the car on the electrical pole at the top of the electrical how does that happen yeah i'm trying to see it didn't occur to me when i was watching the promo but now that you mentioned it i'm like how does a car get there right was it like picked up like by a tornado and like then just dropped there i don't know we'll have to find out next week i guess lazy flips and it was thrown into the the electric pole i don't know that i guess we'll find out next week yeah that looks really intense i gotta find that car for sure definitely looking forward to next week i'm just glad that we're done with biker storyline because (laughs) i enough of that i wonder if that storyline was supposed to like go on and on for the whole season what did it go on and on (laughs) And they decided to just wrap it up because they weren't getting good feedback from it because it was just so misplaced. It really was. And they just like killed off the F- half the FBI and the special agent that Owen was talking to and we're just done with it. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> we're just going to kill everybody and uh, then that'll be that. Yeah, it was just very oddly placed. And they seem to just want to get it all over with really fast. I, I'm not upset with them wanting to get over getting it over really fast because I did too. I'm not complaining about that. Trust me, I'm not complaining. Next week will be really good because we'll have we'll sell both of them. So it'll be another double episode. That's all we have for tonight. That was it was it was a good introduction to nine one one OG being back and continuation of Lone Star. I love the Lone Star episodes that are really funny. Guys, don't forget to check out our socials and our Facebook group, nine one one nine one one Family Fan Club. Don't forget to tune in next week for more episodes. Sundays, our Fox Night, of course, nine one one, Lone Star, and The Resident when it's on. Tuesdays are our NBC night with all three Chicago's. And now Wednesday nights are ABC nights are back with Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. We will see you real soon. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye guys. Bye.
Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, familyfanclub2021 at wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.